This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, I think that you're actually trying to help me, but I really I'm not really am. sure about that. Okay, this thing is sending well, me something like that. Greg, we, you know, we were talking about having secondary jobs, and I saw this, and I thought it would be perfect for you. Right, yes, I, I understand <laughs> that. I think you're you're forgetting some of the satire involved. This is this is basically the equivalent of sending a little person an advertisement for um, little people tossing. I won't even say the word. You know what I'm talking about, and that is not. I'm short, but come on, this I'm not going to do that. I think it might be a good business opportunity. I think that you can make some money. I think that you have the proper stature to be able to do it. I'll see how much it pays. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network, which you can subscribe to for only six ninety nine a month. Six ninety a month, you say? Six ninety nine a month. That is it. The first week is free, and you get to listen live, or you can listen via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts are found. Wow. Thank you for finding us. So uh, we've got a bunch of stuff to get to today, and I'm going to address what it was that what Sarah is bringing up, because uh, I've, got a, I've got a little personal thing, and I'll talk about it here in a minute. And it's, it goes along this, but um, no. Uh, before we get to that, <laughs> we do want to remind everybody, though, that the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary listener party oh is happening God. on November 14th, right here in Portland, Oregon, at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. Tickets are available if you go to funemploymentradio.com. There's a link, big banner, right there at the front page that you can click on, take you right there to buy tickets. Ten bucks. That's it. Please uh, pick up your tickets now because the more people that pick them up, the more we know, you know, what's going on. And it's uh, you won't, and you the don't more surprises miss that we can plan. For and you. I mean, it's a it's a big place. We're going to be at the Boston Oval Ballroom, which is awesome, but it can sell out. It so, can, and tickets have been selling. So we get updates yeah. on like how many tickets are selling, and they are. They are selling. So you might as well just get it out of the way. That way, you can just get them. You have them set, so that way, as it gets closer, you'll be like, oh gosh, is it going to sell out? Oh, never mind. I already have my tickets. Well, and let me tell you, we haven't even announced all of the entertainment that's going to be there, and I think. We might announce one of them a little later this week. <laughs> a pretty big one, and uh, we want to make sure that you know get your tickets now. Then you can say you had them before before we made the announcement. Uh, because so you don't seem like a fair weather fan, right? Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Buy the tickets no matter when. <laughs> yeah, you we don't buy them. Care. Yeah, I don't Just care buy when you buy them. But um, say I'm buying them. Buy them now. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a big announcement. It's something that took a lot of work to put together, mm-hmm. and that's going to be happening at the listener party, November 14th at the Boston Nova Ballroom. Friday, Bar November 14th. Of course, if you're traveling from out of town, there are many accommodations all around Portland, Oregon. Yeah, send us an email if at. you're uh, coming from out of town, and we will give you some guidance on where to go. Uh, so anyway, that's it. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link. Get your listener tickets, uh, your party tickets now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and with that, uh, one other note of business, and that is about tomorrow's show. Uh, tomorrow, <gasps> Greg, I will what's be... what's different about tomorrow's show? Well, I won't be here tomorrow. We're normally, you know, we do our show five days a week, and the show will go on without me somehow. But uh, I will be actually out on a, a shoot, if oh, you will. Oh, my goodness. I will be on camera. So can you say what you're shooting? 
Not really. I will say this. It's something probably most people won't see. It's an industrial, but it's... Uh, which okay. Industrial, like you're filming in one of the warehouses no. around us? Okay. Uh, sorry, that terminology. So it's something that uh, is for a company exclusively. All right, so, so it's I, like an inner office kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It'll be seen by a lot of people, but only in a specific And then industry. like in 30 years, it's going to be found in like a found footage festival and people are going to be making fun of you? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those kind of things. <laughs> that's it, it is one of those kinds of things, but it, it's going to be fun. It'll be good. And so I am doing that. I am doing that tomorrow. So I won't be here. However, Sarah will be doing a show It'll, for live listeners a little bit earlier. It'll be at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. Pacific time Pacific that you'll go time. live. And then the show will be up via podcast and all that later on. Uh, but Sarah is going to be in here doing a show with a very special co-host. With our very special friend who hasn't been on the show in a really long time. He hasn't. Uh, actually, he uh, had gone. He went on a world trip mm-hmm. and he just ended up coming back to Portland, Oregon. Where his heart always resides. Yes, indeed. Our, our good buddy, Jesse Graff. Jesse Graff. Of course, you might know him from uh, as Spock from Trek in the Park. The world-famous Trek in the Park. Yes, the world-famous Trek in the Park. So our good uh, our good friend, Jesse Graff, is going to be joining me. So it's me and him. And I don't know how we're going to do a show together, but it's going to be amazing. It'll be awesome. We've never done one, just one-on-one. So, no. Yeah, but randomly enough, like we were thinking of people who would be a good fit, and Jesse popped into my mind, and then all of a sudden, he was walking down the street. <laughs> He's literally walking in, by the studio. Which I knew was a good decision. Like Greg and I were talking about, like who should we have as a co-host? And then uh, I thought about Jesse, and then he just happened. His beautiful bearded self was just walking he's, by. He's got a big beard going. His beard is huge. It's big. It's so big. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's very large. He's looking quite Amish. Yeah, he could probably go as an Amish person for Halloween. He very probably easily. could. Yeah. Isn't yeah. he going to do our? our uh, he m- uh, he's supposed theme? to. I need to talk to him about this. Okay, we need to have a discussion about this. Yeah, because okay. He's he's already got a role he has to play for Halloween. Yes, but uh, Jesse Graff, Jesse, will be one of the Sarah. nicest people ever, dear friend of ours. So excited to have him in studio. Yep. So that'll be tomorrow for live listeners at eleven a.m. Because I might be doing something in the afternoon. I don't know for sure yet, so I don't want to say okay. anything. Okay. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna jinx it. Nope. Okay. Well, no. anyway, that's what's going to be happening tomorrow. So, uh, yes, I will not be with you, but the podcast will go up as normal, and it'll still be a live show with Jesse and Sarah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that now that business people is are out asking of the way, you if you're doing one of those industrial safety videos, Greg. Uh, no, it's not one of those. Although I have <laughs> done one of those before, I did one a long time ago for a uh, for those of you who don't know. I do I do some acting on the side and. Sometimes, you know, it's really cool, glamorous things. Sometimes it's just stuff that pays a lot of money. And so you do it. The thing that I like about you is, as we talked about this, we've been doing this for almost five years. And the thing that I like about you is that you can really, you can... Like you can make fun of yourself, sure, which is the best thing because Greg has to do some stupid shit sometimes being an actor, <laughs> and on uh, occasion, on occasion. I mean, sometimes he gets to do some cool stuff, but yeah. sometimes he has to do stupid stuff. And you know what? You can relentlessly make fun of him in like ninety six percent of the time. It doesn't bother him. All right, like I'll- he has like that one bad day every once in a while where like you you poke at him and like his, you can just poke right through him, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I went too far. <laughs> Oops. You can tell when he but go for too the far. Mo- yeah, for the most part, Greg can Greg can really be able he can take some jabbing uh well okay here i'll tell you two to one of them one i'll tell you one of them where i did do a safety video and one of them that was if i had to pick an embarrassing one that i did and it's not even that bad but it was kind of awkward all right so the safety one i did i i did one if you're in the plumbers union this is this is the glamour of 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 being an actor uh i did a video a safety video for a plumbers union where we filmed out at this industrial what site bad things can happen with plumbers that, well that's what i had to learn about tell me safety don't drop your wrench when you're up high that sounds good and we had to drop that and then i believe in the video i get hit in the head because i wasn't wearing my hard hat and so i i fell down on the ground i'm like oh and they're like this is the danger of not wearing a danger. hard hat. at least it wasn't a canadian 
um, accident one because like their PSAs are awful. That was one with the lady pouring like the vat of boiling grease all over her head, <laughs> or like people falling through grill, like glass tables. They had like the construction worker falling off the building. Right, just like I'm really looking forward to having dinner with my family today. It's my son's birthday, and then he boo falls off the building into a car. Yeah, it wasn't quite that bad. Yeah, those are pretty like for Canada being as passive as it is. Those are pretty impressively horrific. This one wasn't that horrific. It was mm. more just about general safety, and I was interacting with uh, with an older, more seasoned plumber, and he was trying to tell me the ropes and stuff like that. It was, it was weird. But uh, that one, the one that, I guess I can talk about this. This was one that was kind of, I did get to meet kind of somebody famous. I don't know. Maybe maybe I shouldn't even talk about this. It was a job that I was hired for where I uh, went out to Nike's campus, which I'm more than happy to go back out to Nike again. That's why I'm not making fun of Nike. I'll take your money. But uh, I went out there and they were having a party for LeBron James oh, for winning yeah. the championship. So one of the champions, I think it was the second one, and they had a giant, par- like huge party. Mario, uh, Mario, I'm reading the chat as I'm doing this. Nike spares no money on these kinds of things, but they had a giant red carpet, and I, I played a live actor, live, live performance as a paparazzi person oh, wow. who interviewed the employees as they were coming into the, uh, into the party. It was. It, the the thing was, it wasn't that bad because I don't really care. Uh, I'm like, whatever, you know. I'm just gonna make fun of people and it'll be fun. But then I did encounter one of my former coworkers from uh, from the radio station, from one of the radio stations from CBS Radio, and he works at Nike now. He's like, "Hey, Greg, what are you what are you doing?" Oh, I'm like, God. oh, uh, I'm supposed to be, um, I'm supposed to be, uh, I was hired to be like a paparazzi guy, so I'm like, uh, you know, interviewing them. We got the camera person right there, like snapping pictures. I'm like, yeah, so yeah, this is what I normally do. This is what I normally do, and, and I had it was just really awkward. I oh, made it awkward. Wow. I made it very awkward. So that was uh, that was one thing. That is so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable because I didn't know that's what it was when and I showed like, up. Oh, they didn't tell me. Oh look how look, look how just, far you've fallen. They hired us, and they they didn't tell us what we were doing, and so I. Just, that's, see, that's, that's why I could never be an actor. That sounds like my nightmare. I got to see LeBron James standing right next to me, and he's a monster of a man. He is. He is a he's a giant his monster. His arms man. are probably twice the size of my head. Uh, so anyway, that was that was one of them. Um, tomorrow, though, I can't I can't talk about what that is. So with that. You know, we talk about doing our side jobs. Sure. Of course, Fun Employment Radio is our normal five-day-a-week job that we do. We love it. Thank you so much for listening. But we're always looking for stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. And I posted a thing yesterday talking about how, you know, I'm. Uh, if anybody needs any voiceover work, I would be more than happy to be uh Greg's be voice is for sale. It is for sale. So it is mine, indeed. I suppose. Sure. Sure. We're not in competing markets usually with the voice, so Mm-mm. it's okay. It's okay. We can do that. Okay. Yes. If you would like to hire us for voiceovers, please let us know. You can do so by uh, sending us an email or going to my website which is uh, gregnibbler.com courtesy of Squarespace which I need to update I need to update that and that's my own fault so I will get the the voiceovers updated on there but you can go there and the website looks awesome it looks awesome the content is my own thing you just need to update the content a little bit well it's so easy to do it's really easy to do I have no excuses because Squarespace is awesome and they're one of the sponsors of Fun Employment Radio you can go to squarespace.com use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT and you can get 10% off your website which is already really inexpensive you get something that looks awesome a professional looking really incredible uh, website that's very easy to use drag and drop you can incorporate in a store all kinds of stuff Really cool. Squarespace.com. Use the offer code Fun Employment. Get 10% off. Awesome. So there we go. See, I used uh, my voice for that. It's being asked in the chat, Greg. Uh, would you be able to do a Scottish accent for a voiceover? 
Um, I mean, look, this is like kind of like you can audition right now. Yeah. Well, is there a job on the line, or is I this think just there might be asking if I'm. I, there I might be. Know. You know what? You never know. You don't need to ask for the job first. That's just tacky. No. Why don't you show that you can do it, and then you can get offered the job? I don't know if I want to do a Scottish. I could probably do a Scottish accent. I think you should. But I would want to. I'd, I'd need to hear some Scottish accents first in order to actually do that. I'd want to hear one first if I'm gonna do it right. I'm going to put some time into it, and you know, I d- and besides that, I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any job offer popping up for this. So wow, yeah, okay, no. someone's getting particular. Yeah, yep, that's sure. All right. Well, speaking of job <laughs> offers, the one that I sent you that we were talking about at the beginning of the show. All right, I think that you'd be a great fit for that. All right, so we we do talk about this here on the show sometimes. Of course, I have a little segment called Greg's List where I find some work on Craigslist and then I bring it up here to Sarah to see if this is something that would work. And I, I actually found one for you too. You did well. I found one for you, so maybe we should uh, do and you know Greg's List and then see if we can find ourselves some side gigs absolutely okay. all right so well fair i'll do this one first this isn't the one that you sent me um but this one would require You're saving the best for last i know yeah this is a whole field that i haven't even gone into before that looks like quite honestly let's just say this easy money but i need to borrow somebody's car so here it is it says uh, we're a manhattan-based research company looking for men that live in the portland area and have a new suv suv vehicle it's a two-hour study with compensation of two hundred dollars, two hundred bucks for two hours of work. What do you have to do in the SUV? Why do you have I don't to have know. the they SUV? They don't specify that. That's part. weird. They don't say what you have to do. I mean, basically, if you, you have the money for an SUV, they're going to pay you even more money. So, if somebody has an SUV, I can borrow. This is something I could go down, but I think I could get into this research thing. Wait, so they're researching probably on how you bought the brand new SUV. So you're going to have to ask the person how they bought it and like the buying process. I'll come up with you. An clearly, an- don't know what it's like I, to buy a brand I new SUV. I will have a whole backstory for it. It will work out great. I mean, as we know, I've I've frequently gone back to my uh, my roots as a uh, gold tycoon. You know, I could play that. I could be like, you know, I was doing well in the gold industry, and I like to go out into the wilderness and explore the world and search for new new gold mines. And so that's why I picked up this SUV, so I can get out there and find that. And uh, it's it's really worked out wonderfully for me. I found a took my SUV down to down to Honduras, where I found my latest gold mine, uh, searching in the the mountains outside uh, outside of uh, there. Wow, you just uh, sound Nagua. like a crazy no, person. Yeah, see, but I could come up with a whole backstory, and it would work easy. And then they just then then they'd pay me. And it'd be too late before they figured out it was fake. Maybe they want you to come do the study and they'd be like, you can afford a brand new SUV. $200 is just chump change. You don't even need that. It's just the joy of participating in our study. Oh, all right. No, that wouldn't work out very well. Mm -mm. Um, Somebody's asking, does a Subaru Outback count as an SUV? I I don't know. I would, I don't know. It's It's not really. I mean, it's a sports utility vehicle. Mm -hmm. Well, see, I don't think that's something that a gold tycoon like myself would be driving, though. Hmm. Yes. Gregory... Gregory Nibbler, Gold Tycoon. I don't think that no, would work maybe for I'd you. Have to use it All right, well, what about the one that I sent you? <sighs> you should just read it. All right, fine. To see Here, what folks I will think. read. I will read the one that Sarah sent me. So this is the Craigslist title right here: "Magical Household Gnome Needed." This is an actual article, complete with a picture. I kid you not, of a gnome going into a little mushroom house. A little like gnome hut. Like almost like the almost like the Smurfs. Looks a little like Smurfy. It's a, it's a little Smurfy. Dear seekers, we are the Tidy Gnomes. We are a family of gnomes that provide cleaning, household support, and a lot of love. And we're looking for a new part-time addition, specifically someone who would like to work three days a week, had a car and a smartphone. Well, I could do all three you of those. You have all of those things. Yeah, you're welcome. We go around Portland sharing magic. The way we share magic is by falling 
is love with the oh, falling in love with the families we support. We have found that by connecting with people who we are helping, even when we are cleaning or supporting them while they aren't around, we leave behind sweet thoughts and loving feelings. Each of our clients are doing something they believe in and feel strongly about, whether it's parenting or embarking on a new project. The gnomes are there to support them in defending their you happiness. You can be a supporter, a supporting gnome and, and defender of happiness. Here are the qualifications. Please note in your message to us if you have cleaning experience, if you fall in love easily, if you are comfortable engaging and sharing in sharing your personality, uh, if you look up, look down, look all around. Oh, my God. If you see details, baseboards, cat hair on couches, cobwebs in the corners of ceilings, confidence to take a cluttered room and tidy it up quite quickly. Oh, jeez. It really asks if you fall These in are, love easily. It asks that. That's really kind of creepy. Be comfortable giving feedback on the work of another gnome. Oh, they're asking me to rat out other gnomes Uh-oh. already. I could, I, maybe I could supervise. Gnome on gnome violence. <laughs> Ability to do multiple hours of physical work, squatting, reaching, and scrubbing. Helpful skills, but not necessary. Deeper organization strength. Knowledge of... You're organized. Knowledge of permaculture principles. What does that mean? What's permaculture principles? I, I, I don't know this. I don't know. I'm unaware of this. This is... this is. It says hope, helpful skills, but not necessary. Knowledge of permaculture principles. I don't really know what that means. Is a creative design process that's based on ethics and designs. Okay. Okay, so you mimic the patterns and relationships that you find in nature. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, no, no, I no, <laughs> no, no offense to this company. This is not for me. Um, t- <laughs> tidy gnomes make happy homes. There you go. It's a very catchy, catchy no, catchphrase. I am not going to post as a gnome. This is something I'm going to refuse to do. Although, what do they pay? It doesn't say what they pay. Oh my god! So there's a picture of them in here. Oh, they there wear, is. I didn't even see the picture. They <gasps> wear. No, there's not. Red bandanas and blue bandanas kind of shaped to look like gnome hats. And then they, oh, jeez. And then they, oh, no, no. And then what But then what else do they wear? I didn't see this. They're here to help funky entrepreneurs. Other gnomes are pretty much any other magical creature you can think of. Imagine the kinds of, you know what? I would consider doing it just to see the kinds of homes that you go into with this. Like what these people's houses look like and what kind of encounters you would have. I, I can only imagine in Portland what that would be. Well, yeah, more power to them. You know, they've, they've got their business. <sighs> no, not, no, no, Sarah, I will not be doing that. I just didn't even know such a thing existed. Like sometimes I see something and I'm like, this is just, it's too, too Portland, Portland, too Portland, Portland. You're doing this too much. Fine. Here we go, Sarah. Here's one for you. I'm just going to read. Yes, Greg. <laughs> Tread carefully by the way you're laughing. I'm just, I mean... It's it's nothing. I mean, it's just it's the title is what the title is. It says, um, you know, maybe I don't know. You've been working out. Uh, um, big bikini clad butts needed for photo shoot. I mean, this is what it says on here. You've talked about. Um, says hello. I'm trying to do a semi-white trash pro-American tongue-in-cheek photo shoot with my '89 Ford Bronco. I call Black Betty. I really like big female butts. If they could be included in my photo shoot, it wouldn't make it especially successful in my eyes. I will be wearing an American flag bikini, so you ladies will not be alone. (laughs) 
What it's it's coming up? It's going to be a, a Thursday. You know, you can probably work out a time. Um, there's no money, but you get beer and the company of the person who's shooting. So they're not going to pay you. Apparently, are you fucking kidding me? They're asking <laughs> for bikini clad big butts, and they're not even paying. Uh, big bikini clad butts, actually, specifically. Uh, yeah, beer and my company. That's what you get. And a ride to the shoot. Fuck that person. You get a ride to the shoot, though. You don't get paid. But I think it's something you know. You like beer. I think this could be a good good opportunity for you. You done? Uh, I'm just saying it's a possibility. That's that's what I found on there. That was part of Greg's list. So I guess we all have something we can work for. I'll be a gnome. You'll be a big big bikini clad. I am girl. not going to be big bikini clad <laughs> butt girl. Plus, we've talked about the fact that I don't show off my bikini butt. I wear shorts. Well, okay. I'm not going to show I, And most notably, if I was going to show off my big bikini clad butt, I wouldn't do it for free for some random person in their Black Betty in their American flag bikini. But you can put that in your portfolio and like have that as what, part my of your butt resume. portfolio? <laughs> well, like, oh, hey, hire me for this thing. Here's a picture of my butt. I'm a butt model. You could be a butt model. I don't understand this person. So this person wants people to show... They're paying in beer? I bet it's shitty beer, too. It's beer, company, and uh, a ride to the shoot. I don't know anybody that special who would be like, my company is worth you showing your butt off. I love how everybody's like, Greg's about to get punched in the face, yet her calling me a gnome is perfectly Because acceptable. you are one. I'm not a gnome. You're pretty damn close. I'm a man. Big bikini clap button. All right. Well, anyway, it's out there. If anybody else wants wants the info on it, you can send me an email. I'll uh, send you the link to it. F- free beer, apparently. Wow, because that pays the bills. Dude, those, those kind of ads, there's so many of those things on here too that are, that are like that offer like we need somebody talented, professional with experience. No pay, but you can use it as part of your resume or your reel. I'm like, no, no, you're, you're wanting free work. You want somebody to do something for you for free mm-hmm. that you're going to attempt to make a profit off of. Yeah, actually. They don't say where the uh, big bi- big bikini clad butt pictures are going to go. Does it have any name of like the business or? No, it's just a girl. She says her name in here. I didn't read her name. But what's her first name? Uh, well, no, I'm. I don't. I don't want to. I don't know. I guess she it's posted, posted it publicly. Her name is Rachel. Rachel. Yes, her name is Rachel. Okay. Yes, Rachel is the one looking for big bikini clad butt models. So if anybody's, if anybody's in the market. Sumon in the chat says, I'm going to do a documentary on boobs. I won't pay you. Uh, <laughs> but if you come to my place and let me take pictures of your rack, I'll give you a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I wonder how many people actually go for these things where it's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll do that for free. I'll work for free. Don't work for free. Well, figure something out. Unless you're Kenny. Unless there's coming on a trade, that's fine. Or, you know, I don't know. Unless it's for a friend, okay. But if you're going to post something asking for women to put on bikinis so you can take a picture of their big butt that's that's not that's probably not uh, yeah and that's extra gonna work that's weird let's talk about your big butt simone anyway there wow. we go sir there you okay are. Mm-hmm. so well, that's what i was i was looking up this kind of stuff for you yeah yesterday. well while you were busy perusing that i was busy watching a pretty incredible lifetime movie yesterday Really? Oh, you and are it? Sarah is an aficionado of Lifetime movies? I am, and I am very surprised that I've never seen this one, because it came out in 2005, uh-huh. which is, what, it's nine years old now? Like, I should have seen this at this point. Right. Because it has... You've seen pretty much all of them. I've seen many of them. All of them. I've seen most of them. Except for this one, apparently. Yes. I still have not seen the new Saved by the Bell uh, behind 
Behind the Bell. Oh. I haven't seen that one yet, which I really want to see. Yeah. But this one, I love anything that Lifetime puts out with the word cyber in it. <laughs> because it's always try. It's like the cutting edge of technology, which means it was like in uh, between 2001 and 2005. Right. Just like we're, we're a there. cyber show. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one, every time I see the word cyber, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a good one. Because it's always about the evil perils of the internet. So how old is this? This one was from 2005. Okay. All right. Uh, which High on the dangers of the cyber world right high there. On the, but do you want to know why it reeled me in? Let me tell you the full name of it. The name of this movie that I watched yesterday. It's called Cyber Seduction, His Secret Life. Oh, my God. Cyber Seduction. All right. Well, do you want to do uh, one of our segments where you recap something in two minutes? Yes, I want to tell you about it. Just okay, so, well, you'll just get so you, two you minutes. Okay, that's this uh, is how this Two minutes worked. might be too much. One of Sarah's recaps. Well, that's the max you have. You okay. can finish. Trust me, you can finish before two minutes. Okay. But you can't go over two minutes or I will cut you off. Well, Cyber Seduction tells the perils wait, of what wait, happens. No, no. Let me put up. If you're going to do <gasps> something right. cyber... Let me just, uh, let me, we have to properly properly do this. Let me type in something here really quick. I'm sorry. I would have done this before if I'd known this what we were doing. But Well, I didn't. Um, I, I just thought that it would be a neat anecdote to tell you while you were looking at being a cleaning gardening gnome I'm, that I was that. watching a very poignant um, and. All right. Cyber. I, I just looked up cyber music and um, maybe we can have, let's see. Ooh, this is the kind of music that they played when, like, shit was getting real. This cyber is cyber seduction. music. All right, this okay. is a little loud. Can right. you turn down the cyber... St- okay, uh, All right. I will give you the go-ahead, and then you'll have you'll have 120 seconds. That's too many seconds. Okay, well, if you can finish before that, that's great. You'll get bonus points for finishing ahead of time. All right, well, I'll give the countdown. I'll do a three, two, one, go. Three. Okay, and this is... What's the name of the show again, really quick? Cyber Seduction, His Secret Life. And this is your recap of that movie. Mm-hmm. Three... Two, one, go. Cyber Seduction, His Secret Life, came out in 2005 as a Lifetime original movie. Now, as most Lifetime movies are from the 2000s, they kind of teach you a lesson. Now, this one is the lesson of 16-year-old Justin, who when he goes to a party at his friend's house, he goes downstairs to reveal that all of them are sitting there watching a porn because they think it's fun and hip and cool to do. So he's watching the porn, getting a little excited because he's like, oh my God, I've never seen something like this before. Meanwhile, he has a girlfriend named Amy who's on the swim team with him. By the way, they're both swimmers. And he actually just got all state, so he's doing super well in his life with his girlfriend who won't have sex with them because she wants to stay a virgin until she's married. However, there's the, sw- uh, the slutty Monica who's at the same party that he is and Monica's giving her like the fuck me eyes and he's just like, oh, I kind of like Monica because she has really big boobs and Amy won't put out for me. So flash forward to him getting addicted to porn like all of a sudden he starts to discover that he can find porn anytime he wants on his computer because it's the time of separate cyber technology. So he goes on, he finds out that Monica, the girl with the big boobs that was giving him the fuck me eyes at the party has her own softcore uh, channel on the internet. So he starts watching her getting obsessed with her. Soon he falls One down minute. the slippery slope where he's looking at all this porn. Meanwhile, all of his friends are starting to think that he's a little weird because he's showing all the porn to all of his friends and they think that he's gone a little too far. He's going so far as to stay up late drinking energy drinks every night so that he can look at cyber porn on the internet. He's getting no sleep. His swimming is failing. He's starting to lose his scholarships. He's not doing as good at his swimming career even though he's supposed to be going to Allstate. Sooner or later, he goes to Monica. Monica tries to have sex with him. He says no. Monica trips, falls, hits her head on the wall. She's bleeding. She walks out of the house. People think that he beat up Monica. He gets beat up. He walks to the pool. He jumps in the pool and tries to commit suicide because he's like oh my god my life has been nothing but porn I'm not getting any sleep I lost Amy the love of my life who won't put out and I'm, I'm losing my swimming scholarship what do I do so he jumps in the pool after they beat him up and he tries to kill himself and then as he's laying there he's having all these memories about the good things for life and how he should stay alive and then he decides to resurface and uh, rebuild his life without internet pornography because it's bad for you the end finish with 10 seconds left there we go 
Uh, it's for free on Hulu right now if you guys want to watch that. <laughs> That's called Sarah Watches Movies So You Don't Have To. All right, Cyber Affair. No, Cyber Seduction. Oh, c- cyber Seduction. His Secret Life. I apologize. I apologize. It just, to the it, it's a big, you know what it is? It's just a big scare, like scare tactic to parents about A, internet porn, and B, energy drinks. It's very They scary. go hand in hand. That is a scary, dangerous was, combo. When he was becoming addicted to porn, he was becoming addicted, addicted to energy drinks. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. But, yep. Energy drinks are the stepping ladder to uh, meth. That's how that works. Start off with that, and then it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Downward spiral. Yep. Sometimes I freak myself out because I didn't even prepare that. No, that was that was off the top of your head. Gross. Somehow we need to get you a side job working for. Uh, God, I would love it. Working for Lifetime. Just Maybe naming I just the movies. Write to them sometime and just be like, I just. We'll, need- we'll include that in your reel. Okay. Also, big butt model. Uh-huh. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, now, of course, when I usually have penis or testicle news in, you know, in world of crazy, it's something bad. But I want to do, I want to tell you about something positive that's happening. Okay. And this has to do with a giant testicle that's being rolled around the country. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> not what, okay. Well, this is from Santa Of course. Monica. Who wouldn't be excited about this? A giant testicle being rolled around the country. Now, this is uh, starting in Santa Monica, California. A California man who successfully survived testicular cancer is now pushing a six-foot-tall inflatable testicle across the country to raise awareness for the disease. This man's name is Thomas Cantley. He brought uh, his giant testicle emblazoned with the slogan, Be Ballsy. To Santa Monica uh, last week is the first stop on a tour of cities, which include Las Vegas, Houston, Atlanta, New York, and Washington. So he's filling the inflatable testicle with messages written by people he meets along his journey. So if this man is coming through your town, you too can approach him with his six-foot-tall testicle and write a little message on it, and he's going to roll it all around the country. Wow. Well, he did say that he wanted to do a sort of social experiment. Uh, he didn't want to force himself on anyone, and he's, uh, he said that he did, he did this because it forces people to actually come up to him and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're pushing a giant ball right. around. Yeah. And he likes to create the conversation to create the awareness for testicular cancer, which is awesome. Uh, so he said he hopes his project inspires men to get tested for cancer. It's a 96% survival rate if it's caught early. So his goal is to get across the country by not using any money, uh, by people actually... <laughs> I guess he said by people I meet to come and go, I'll book you a hotel room. I'll take you out to lunch or whatever. They're going to take make... out, take the ball guy out to lunch. I guess people, well, I mean, Greg, be honest. If the ball guy was pushing the ball down the street right now and we saw him, we would totally buy him lunch. Would we? I think I would. In Portland, honestly, it wouldn't even stand out that much. Well, if you don't see the ball guy rolling around your town. <laughs> rolling. Then you can make donations on his website. Simply by going to ballpush.org. <laughs> Again, typing ball push into uh, into Google or for a good cause, in, Greg. It's not the kind of site I would expect to come up. Ballpush.org. Ball push. Next up, does it deflate? How does he get around? Is he is he having people drive him around? I don't know if he has like a just truck rolling around town he to town with a giant ball. He said he's pushing the six foot tall inflatable testicle across the country. There, there is a picture of Matt. I did go to ballpush.org. Does, does he have like a ball, like a ball patch kit? It's a 
it's a giant ball. Yeah, yeah, he's got a giant ball he's pushing all around. A lot of pictures. Hmm, well, all right, there we go. Ah, uh, it is being pointed out, shouldn't this be in ball talk? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Next up, Oregon in the news, of course, never for anything good. This is in Coos Bay. Ah, Coos Bay. Don't be such a Coos, Greg. That is uh, the southern Oregon coast. There you go. Well, authorities in southern Oregon say that a woman has been arrested after breaking into a house, pushing a woman down on the stairs, pulling her hair and biting her on the face and telling the victim she was playing... The zombie game. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Coos Bay, something crazy. <laughs> Coos Bay. Coos County Sheriff uh, Sergeant Downing said that a woman by the name of Jessica Rocha broke into the home in the coastal city of Lakeside early Monday. She was drunk and likely high. So uh, there's no definite explanation for the zombie reference. He's not aware of any zombie game that you know consists of actually biting people. That's going on right now. Uh, so Rocha... So she had something on her. So it says she had a piece of paper. How is her name spelled? R-O-C-H-A. Is it Roca? That's how I would think that was. All right, Roca, whatever. Uh, Roca had a piece of paper with a sticker on it that referenced a video game featuring zombies. So they think that maybe she might have been trying to take the video game to the next level. <laughs> uh, deputies also speculate that she may have been influenced by a scarecrow contest in the area. What? I don't know. What what does one thing have to what does scarecrows have to do with the zombies? Okay, I'm trying to understand. A woman has been arrested after breaking into a house, pushing another woman down the stairs, pulling her hair, then biting her on the face and telling her that she was playing the zombie game. So she was playing a zombie, I'm assuming, the woman that Miss Miss Yeah, she's like biting her on Miss the Roca face. Miss Roca that was doing the biting? Or was Miss Roca the bitey? No, Roka was biting. Okay, Roka was biting. No, she pushed the woman on the stairs and bit her okay. face. Okay, all right. Yeah. In- so Influenced by a scarecrow game? Uh, it says that she was drunk and likely high. Deputies speculate she may have been influenced no. by a scarecrow contest in the area. I, I don't know. I don't even understand the context like of that. Like an actual scarecrow? Like people are making scarecrows and I it's don't, contest to see who has the scariest? I have no clue, Greg. I don't know either. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, she's being held on $76,000 bail. And uh, faces multiple charges, including assault. Uh, there's no immediate record that she has a lawyer. I have another... How bad was the bite? That would suck. I mean, if she's getting assault, it has to be pretty bad. Ugh. I would just instantly think bath salts in, like, Florida, man. Mm-hmm. The Flor- Florida guy that got his face eaten. Oh, I, everyone I would... remembers Florida guy. Yeah. Next up, story out of Maryland. Again, Balls. Yeah, that's true. Keelan's making a point. He said, "Cool, I can shotgun you in the shotgun you in the face." Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're playing the zombie game and you're playing the zombie, you know it doesn't end well, generally speaking, for, for most the zombies. zombies. That's no, true. Not very many of them actually get to bite the human, and <laughs> that doesn't end up too too good for you. Well, next up, a thirty year one, a uh, thirty one year old employee at a uh, Falston, Maryland business has been accused of attacking another employee who ate one of his meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I want to hear this. I want to hear it out. Now, cops say they were called to the scene about eleven ten a.m. last Thursday after they say the man stabbed his coworker who stole his lunch in the arm after he found out that he <laughs> ate one of his meatballs. So I victim, like meatballs. Meatballs are delicious. Yeah, 
Uh, the victim was taken to a hospital but has since been discharged. So a spokesperson for the sheriff's office uh, said that charges are pending. Mm-hmm. Well, let me th- let me ask this. How many times had this guy done this? I, it doesn't... Because I'm going to guess that wasn't the first time. This poor guy probably goes to lunch every day, goes to work, makes himself a nice lunch, getting ready to eat it, and then, bam, one of his fucking meatballs is missing. Or, uh, bam, half of his chips are gone from his uh, chips sandwich bag. Uh, you know, or, or this guy's, like, taking shit from him all the time. I would snap at a certain point. I'm not saying I would stab someone... But I'm also saying I can kind of understand. Wow, I just looked this up really quick. Do you know why charges are pending? Why? Because the 31-year-old uh, year guy whose meatball was stolen, who stabbed the guy, ran away. They oh. haven't been able to find him to oh, serve he's him a warrant. He stabbed him for yeah, the meatball a, and took off? I'm looking at this because it said uh, charges pending, <laughs> and I just looked at that. You know, he's in some small town somewhere. Like, man, what, what are you doing here? I'm on the run. What'd Let's see, do? yeah, so this was updated today at 1.04 p.m. It said uh, the vic- uh, the assailant, a 31-year-old uh, Inglewood man, fled the scene. An arrest warrant has been issued, but it, it has not been served as of uh, this afternoon. He's on the lam for He's stabbing, on the lam for for stabbing someone for stealing his meatball. Good. Uh, well, I'm not going to say good for him for stabbing someone, but I certainly understand. I certainly understand. You know, I am one of those people where if I order food, like especially, especially my fries. Okay, I get a burger and fries. You're out to lunch with people. And that's what I ordered. That's my food. This is what I wanted. Everybody had an equal opportunity to order something. Everybody at the table. And then somebody else gets something else and they're like, oh, fries. And then they just start eating your fries. No. No. I've had this problem. I've gone on dates before where it actually ended one one situation uh, because this girl kept eating my fries like she had perfect opportunity what I even offered bitch. up and I was like okay why don't we get a separate basket of fries that we will share that'll be a shared no, basket I don't want to eat a whole basket I'll just have a couple of yours yes that no <laughs> you want some fries get your own damn fries I'll buy the fries you sound really I'll good I'll buy at, you extra fries dating Greg you can get your own basket of fries I'll pay for it I don't even care those are my fries. That's my dinner. That's what I ordered. That's what I wanted to eat. Now, if I offer you a fry, if even if maybe if you ask nicely, say, could I try just one of the fries? All right. We can work that out. That can be arranged. But just taking somebody's fries, that's that's stealing. You're taking food out of my mouth, literally. Anyway... This, of course, isn't the first time that people are getting angry about their food being taken or seemingly almost being taken. Of course, in January, an Iowa man pulled a knife on his brother, remember, during an argument about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Yes. And also, last year, a Florida man stabbed his younger brother after his macaroni and cheese went missing. <laughs> so people are getting a little more a little more possessive about Time, their food. Times are tough. Steal my fries. I'll give you a fry. But don't take it from me. Well, and finally, a Florida woman has been arrested for lewd and lascivious behavior after allegedly furiously masturbating on a motorcycle parked in her garage for all of the world to see. What is it with Florida and masturbators? (laughs) Also, how many people in Florida do you think have not been charged with lewd and lascivious behavior? I know. I don't know. Not very many anymore. 
So, of course, she was parked on the motorcycle I in her garage with the door wide open for I the neighborhood to see. On Florida job applications, when they put in, what have you been arrested for? If somebody puts that, they don't even bat an eye. They're like, oh, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Who hasn't? Or it's not even the, like, have you been? It's like, yeah, like, but then, like, underneath it has to be, like, public masturbation. Check. <laughs> Doing something <laughs> lascivious in a Walmart. Check. Peeing on someone. Check. Uh, so, yeah, she was allegedly furiously masturbating on a motorcycle in her garage with the door wide open. So her name's Karen Dilworth, 50 years young, of Ormond Beach, Florida. She was arrested this weekend after neighbors, many neighbors, told police they saw her sitting backward on the bike, engaging in sexual acts of self-gratification. Ah, she was putting on a show is what it was. Yes, she sure was. The garage door was wide open, and several neighbors said they witnessed the alleged display. Now, uh, Karen Dilworth... Was wearing a dress, but had hoisted it up so she was naked from the waist down. Uh, a neighbor told police that the suspect was leaning backwards and her legs were completely spread apart. Wow. Balancing on the motorcycle. Balancing on the motorcycle. Another okay. neighbor uh, told cops that when he saw uh, the woman's alleged furious public masturbation, he yelled at her to shut the door. After all of the neighbors started yelling at her, she finally did. Police came, and when they questioned Dilworth, she furiously denied the furious masturbation allegations and said that no 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 she was just sitting on her motorcycle smoking and drinking in her garage it does not say oh wait no it does say I she got was a rash charged down there yeah so she was charged for lewd and lascivious behavior <laughs> i'm just waiting for the day with my meth head neighbors one of them is going to one of them's going to be out in public oh gross it's going to happen that's the one thing i haven't seen happen over there yet although i have seen two of them uh Getting it on in the back of a car out in front of my house. Ew. That was, yeah, quite the sight to see. Well, there you guys have it. Furious Masturbation and ballpush.org. That's your world of crazy. <laughs> <sighs> wow. I feel extra crazy today. I think I've had too much coffee. Yeah. A little bit. Uh-oh. I've done. I've drank like three quarters of the pot by myself. I think. Oh, mm-hmm. that's getting dangerous with the energy drink thing. I know. <laughs> yeah. I better not go home and watch internet porn, <laughs> or my life's gonna go right down the drain. It's cyber porn, Sarah. Don't find a cyber cy- porn. Cyber porn channel. Stay away from that stuff. Oh, and Kelly Lynch pay, uh, played the mom. Ke- who's that? You would recognize her. She was in a bunch of. She's would been I? In a bunch of stuff. Would yeah. I? Mm-hmm. Kelly Lynch. Mm-hmm. Like what's she been in? Uh. Home for Christmas 7. Oh, you're funny. He Left Me Again or something like that. I don't know. What's a Lifetime movie? The man always does always does something wrong. Well, yeah. Actually, the boy did something like, wrong. And then this. it's the guy who's beaten. What was, it? what was that one you had where it was Men Don't Tell? Yeah, Men Don't Tell. Yeah. Yeah, there are lots of them. That's the one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. All right. No, what do you want to do? Oh, wait, let's do a little bit of ball talk. All right, I was waiting for you to say, because I, I, I thought I took all the ball talk away from you. I thought well, you were going to be like... Yes, I, I was, never mind, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say something. All right, I'm Greg Nipper. Let's talk balls. Balls. I think people people are agreeing, Home for Christmas 7, that would be a good, that'd be a good movie. She was in Roadhouse. I like Roadhouse. But I don't remember specifically Roadhouse. Oh, she was in uh, the new Charlie's Angels. She played Vivian Wood. You mean the new one that came out like 10 years ago? Yes. The one with like Drew Barrymore and yeah. Charlie Theron. I saw that. Or not Charlie Theron. Sorry, Cameron Diaz. Oh. I saw that once. She played a bad, a bad person in that. 
Anyway, okay. she was in that movie. She played the mom who was really right. upset that her son was watching porn. That's all I know. Okay, fair yeah. enough. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, really quick, I do need to address something that is in the uh, in the news. It's kind of all over the place whether you watch sports or not. It has to do with former Baltimore Ravens running back Ray Rice. I think uh, I don't even need to go into it very much. I'll, I'll just give the brief description. The guy uh, is on video hitting his wife. It's horrible. Um, and the NFL finally suspended him in, indefinitely, or banned him basically from the NFL. So mm. he is no longer part of the NFL. There's all kinds of backstory with that. You can go into that on, a, on something else. I'm just going to give the basic facts of it. So that is what happened. He is banned. Uh, now there's like some fallout coming from it, uh, too, in that, uh, not fallout, but some additional things. Madden, the very popular football game, Madden. Sir, I've heard of, of Madden? it. They're removing him from, any, uh, from the game. They're taking him out of the game, removing anything of his history, his roster, his stats, all that stuff. All right. Can I ask you something about video games today? Yes, sure. All right. So uh-huh. can they do that with like games that have already been purchased since they're attached be, to the internet? It'll be on an update when the update comes out. You'll update the game and it'll remove it. Okay, because I'm used to video ga- like, you know, with my NES system, like you just, you have the game and then you put it in the machine and like it's not connected to anything else. So I was wondering if that's a, they, okay, they update it like that. Yes, gotcha. they update it. So he will be removed from that. So, so there we go. Um... Yeah, oh, yeah. somebody's asking. Just, oh, I'll answer a couple of questions really quick if you do have some, just so you can have the basic knowledge. Uh, Cami is saying, wasn't she the fiancé at the time of the hitting? Uh, yes, she she was his fiancé. They are married now, and that was after the uh, after the incident, which happened in February in Atlantic City. So the video just kind of surfaced now. Uh, anyway, he's been banned. A couple of things, though, associated with it that are happening. Uh, one of them is kind of cool. One of them is an example of complete failure at social media. So... Ray Rice, uh, Ray Rice jerseys can now be turned in to a uh, Baltimore pizzeria, <laughs> which is offering uh, if the if you turn in the jersey, you get a free pizza. Really? And their uh, quote was, "Come trade your Ray Rice Ravens jersey in for a free pizza at Hershey's. These jerseys will save us money on toilet paper this week." Oh. So that is uh, that is the offer, and then they'll also donate um, two dollars and seventy cents for every jersey they received because his number was was twenty seven. Um, to House of Ruth, which is a Baltimore charity. So oh, they're doing awesome. that right now. That's Hershey's in Baltimore. Uh, the other thing, this I'm just going to say, this is an example of you really need to pay attention to what you're participating in when it comes to social media, especially businesses. Do a little bit of research before you join in. So this comes from DiGiorno's Pizza, which has which is DiGiorno Pizza, at DiGiorno Pizza on mm-hmm. Twitter. And there is a hashtag going on right now I'm, that's called uh, hashtag why I stayed in which domestic violence victims speak out on why they stayed in abusive relationships. You know, it's opening up a discussion. It's, it's a very powerful thing that's happening on there. Very serious. Well, somebody at DiGiorno Pizza didn't actually look into what hashtag why I stayed meant. Oh, no. And they posted hashtag why I stayed. You had pizza. And posted that. Naturally, there was no. There's there people were upset about a that. lot of feedback on that. People not very happy about that, and I'm gonna guess their social media person could be out of a job right now. And uh, there there is backlash. They tried to they tried to backlash back out of it. The person who still had access to DiGiorno Pizza Twitter account at that time posted, "I didn't research the hashtag before posting." An easily avoidable mistake I have never made. I am so sorry. I am ashamed. This is no excuse for not knowing what a conversation is about before entering it. Never again. 
Uh, sure did. I wish I didn't have to learn it this way. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just over and over and over until finally they were uh, taken off of the account. And um, yeah, just pay a little bit of little bit of attention. Yeah, because it might not seem like attention. a big deal to some people, but I mean, survivors of well, domestic all you have to do such, is like, click on the hashtag, and then and find you out. can see what everybody's talking about and realize, no, not one to insert a pizza pizza joke into. So that was DiGiorno. Pizza. I was ambitious. It was just. Uh, didn't land right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Killing uh, <laughs> in the chat is saying they apologize. Why does everyone have to be fired? I'd say they lose their duties for maybe not fired from the company, but they lose their duties of social media and speaking for the corporation. If you do that, that's it's just not good. Anyway, moving on to ball talk. Here we go. Um, we'll do. We'll do. Go to this. Here is some controversy, Sarah. Okay, tell me this some controversy. is controversy. Sure. All right, ESPN. A uh, representative of ESPN, ESPN president, actually, John Skipper, has finally made a statement on the great debate of whether esports count as sports, meaning video games, like the big video game, uh, video game conventions and stuff like that, where they have people competing in it, and they call themselves athletes. Okay. Like, I'm a Star Fox athlete. Some of them do refer to themselves as, as athletes. John Skipper, president of ESPN, said... It's not a sport. It's a competition. Chess is a competition. Checkers is a competition. Mostly, I'm interested in doing real sports. So they're saying ESPN is not going to be covering those kinds of things, and they don't consider them sports. Hmm. So they consider them a competition, but not sports. They consider them a competition, but they're not a sport. So it's like cheerleading. Is that a competition, or is that a sport? Um, I don't know where their stance is on it. I would still consider that a sport. That's a physical act. Yeah. I mean, that's very physical activity. But yeah, this is this is what he's saying. Yet at the same time, ESPN does cover a lot of poker, and that is not a that I don't believe is a sport at all. But this is what it is. Yeah, because poker is like uh, what, like a cooler, like it's a strategy game, basically, right? So it's kind, of, isn't it? Yeah, but that's I mean, not it's a luck sport. And, no, it's not a sport. Is what yeah, I'm saying. that's a competition, yeah. a competition for sure. But it's not a sport. So anyway, this is what uh, ESPN president John Skipper has weighed in on the great debate. So there okay. we go. That is, that is what John is. Skipper. Yes, indeed. All right. Finally, in ball talk, we'll go to this. This has to do with uh, the man the ladies love in New York, Mr. Derek Jeter. Ugh. Derek Jeter. You're not a, not a Derek Jeter No, fan. you ask me this every time. I'm just curious. All right. Derek Jeter, of course, uh, one of the largely considered. I'm not a huge baseball guy, but from everything I've ever read ever, he is considered one of the greatest players of all time and at least one of the greatest New York, New York Yankees of all time. And this is his final season. He is retiring. And so everywhere he's gone this year, every time he plays in a ballpark for the last time, they have a big, huge celebration of Derek Jeter and all this stuff. And then like they give him special things from that stadium. It's a big, huge deal. So he is uh, uh, New York City Mayor, Mayor Bill de Blasio officially declared September 7th Derek Jeter Day in New York. And Yankee Stadium... Replaced all their all their flags. I mean, all their Yankee flags with number two Derek Jeter flags. They had this huge thing, like a, tons of celebrities out there. Michael Jordan showed up for it. They had people on the International Space Station. Three of the astronauts did a Derek Jeter hat tip salute. Wow, that's his thing. Yeah, this is how how big this is. Whether you care about him or not, it's big. And uh, however, they did. Uh, there was one notable exception who was not invited to the New York Yankees Derek Jeter Day. And it's actually his teammate who's currently suspended from baseball, Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez was not invited. Oh, poor A-Rod. This is, it's an example of 
doing the right things in your career because they both talent level. Alex Rodriguez was one of the greatest. I mean, he, he's extremely talented mm-hmm. baseball player, Hall of Fame for sure. But it's and, and same with Derek Jeter. But it's about how to conduct your career and how not to conduct your career. Derek Jeter is getting his own fucking day in New York. Alex Rodriguez isn't even allowed in the ballpark. Wow. They both had the same opportunities, and uh, that is that is what happened. People don't like Alex Rodriguez. No, they really don't. He's not very likable, though. It, and then uh, on the other end, people love Derek Jeter. So anyway, Derek Jeter Day. And I figured, you know, in honor of that, Sarah. Oh, God. Since it is uh, Derek Jeter Day that's happening there, I figured just because... Uh, because, you know, we, we like to talk about sports here on this show, and um, just for ball talk. I figured it only appropriate that I bring up something myself. So, in honor of Derek Jeter Day in New York, here's a little ditty called The Kid from Kalamazoo. Okay. That is from Alex Hannon's Sin City Swing Orchestra featuring Nadia Washington. The kid from Kalamazoo, Derek Jeter, Sarah. Thanks for that, Greg. Derek Jeter. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I love your evil cackle. Like, you just don't even care. Don't even care that people hate it. That's what it is. People from New York like it. I knew uh, I uh, was really good buddies with a guy who was a diehard Yankees fan from New York, and everything was about Jeter. And this was like 10 years ago. Oh, boy. Jeter, Jeter jerseys, posters, everything. Jeter everywhere. Jeter, Jeter, Jeter. Yes, indeed. Derek Jeter. There we go. Now you know the name. All right. Yeah, I didn't know Derek Jeter before. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for letting us know. That's what I do here, sir. Mm-hmm. That's what it's I an do. education of sorts. It is. Um, we do want to wish a very happy anniversary today to somebody. Yes, we do. Somebody very special. Of course, it's to Mr. and Mrs. Jenky. Yes, indeed. Their last name isn't actually Jenky. <laughs> but Mr. Jenky from the chat, everybody knows uh, knows him, knows his name. Courtesy of our fancy ass website, Mr. Jenky, and uh, the builder of that. And he is awesome. And he just went to the Rob Zombie show last I night. Know. I know that because I saw his pictures. And it is him and the Mrs. Jenkies anniversary. It's eight years. Eight years. Good for you guys. Eight years. So I believe he said something along the lines of she's put up with me for eight years. That sounds about like right, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably true. Well, congratulations, Jenkies. <laughs> <laughs> Happy anniversary to the Jenky family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Pick up your Fun Employment Radio listener party tickets now. Go to funemploymentradio.com. There's a big banner right there. It clicks, takes you right to it. It's 10 bucks. It's a 
it, you you will want to be at this thing. That's all I can say. It's, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have an announcement later this week. If you've listened to our show at any point in the last five years, this is an event you want to be at. And it supports us and helps us keep going this, doing this thing. And we're, the party is for you guys. It's going to be so much fun. So funemploymentradio.com. Click on the banner. Pick up your I'm tickets now. I'm so excited. Now. Yes, me too. Me too. And we might be making another announcement later this week about what's going to be happening we at that thing. Well, we'll make some sort of announcement. Oh, there will be. Yes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So, so again, tomorrow, uh, live listeners, I will be here with a special co-host, Jesse Graff. Yes. And Greg is going to be on location for some studio shoot thing that he's doing. Yes. So I'll be here at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Live at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Mm -hmm. Sarah and Jesse Graff. And then, of course, it'll be available via podcast later on uh, tomorrow. All right, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting our show. We greatly appreciate it. Of course, you can go to iTunes and leave a review, and it helps us out and all of those kinds of things. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.